You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. To another episode of Watchpoint Radio. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Mikey Kenny, also known as Keylock. Yo, what's up, everybody? And also here, John Waldruff, also known as Waldy77. How you doing, John? Pretty good. Happy 4th. Yes, happy 4th of July. I usually say what day we're recording, but John went ahead and just totally took that from me. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to make the sappy 4th of July. Congratulations to everybody. Blow something up. He did it for I, you. I know, right? Yes. Totally gone. Thank you. Segment's done. Let's just go to the end of the show at this point. Stole the thunder. I mean, yeah. that was the whole point of doing it today. Like, literally. Yes, we are recording this on July 4th. We're actually recording this much earlier than normal. The sun is out. This is a little weird. So, uh, this will be coming out on July 5th, though, so uh, by the time you hear this, you, your 4th of July should have passed, you uh, hopefully have, still have all of your fingers, toes, arms, legs, all of your digits still attached to you because you didn't do anything stupid, uh, so that's, hopefully that's, that's your current situation right now. That's directed at Jason Pierre-Paul, right, this year? Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Uh, what was that, Mike? Calling people out. <laughs> yeah, amen. It's common sense. Yeah, that's why it's common sense. I make millions of dollars. I think I'll hold this firework. Yes, <laughs> my entire uh, career you... depends on having my hand. Why not? <sighs> all right, well, let's uh, go ahead and move on with the show. Actually, first of all, I mean, like, how have you guys been doing? How how has your Overwatch lives been going? These past two weeks. Well, a week for John. I'm, actually, no, it's two weeks since last. Okay. Actually, John, you were on the show three weeks ago, I think. Has it been that long? I didn't know that. I think so. I think so. I think it was three weeks ago. Well, I, I really haven't been playing all that much. Uh, just been busy with work. Uh, so I've been trying to fit in some games in the last couple uh, couple days, particularly with the uh, competitive uh, matches. Mm-hmm. And um, no, I since day one we we've often talked about the issue with console and and the lack of communication and that the game would only be successful if people started communicating more joining the the party chat um and what we found is that the more people that are on and listening and talking the more successful we were and unfortunately, um, those games are few and far between. Yes, very true. We're definitely going to dive more and more into that later on because uh, we're going to be talking a lot about competitive. Um, what about you, Mike? Mm, um, it's been my quick play experience has been great. Um, but I, I, I'm starting to notice, like, as my friends get more 
leveled and experienced or whatever, and they start hitting the higher ranks or whatever, um, we're starting to hit a ceiling at a point to where it's like they they can only they're 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 getting better, but they're not getting better at the rate they need to. So they're hitting this like they're plateauing right now. We're in this plateau state where it's like they think doing the same thing kind of over and over again tends to work and it just doesn't so and everyone's got their comfort picks now so everyone just goes to their comfort picks instead of just thinking like what we actually need but other than that like it's i've i'm still having a blast um i'm still playing a lot i just hit uh i i reset my experience bar over this week so well, I'm like little, everybody knows that as prestiging. So yeah, I would sorry, just call it <laughs> Sorry, prestiging. I'm not used to this Call of Duty fucking terminology. My bad. Um, so I prestiged to, and then I'm like level like 13 or something now. And yeah, I don't know. I've been having fun. Still trying to get loot boxes. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, I actually, I you know, I've I've been playing competitive for uh, two weeks at this point because I started playing on the PTR. And I had a great time on the PTR. We're going to talk about the difference between playing on the PTR and playing live later. <laughs> uh, but now that competitive is out, we played quick play the other day. It was pretty enjoyable, actually, because there's so much less stress now. It's like, oh, you want to go uh, double tracer? Go for it. Why not? <laughs> you know, have at it. So, I mean, I've, I've been playing competitive a lot, but quick play definitely has... Uh, been a blast recently uh but let's go ahead and move on uh, before we go into our mentions i do want to talk about uh the, uh, not really talking about but just mentioned that we will not be having a watch pointers this week um we will have a watch pointers on the next watch point radio and it is going to be on tank busting now mccree is kind of not the tank buster anymore who do you go to? Who do you pick? And in what situations? We will be talking about that on the next Watchpoint Radio. Uh, but for now, let's go ahead and get into our mentions. We have a few things to talk about here. First and foremost, the Avoid Player feature is now gone. Uh, this came up because apparently some pro players were having trouble finding matches because people kept putting them on Avoid. Because, I get, you know, if, you, if you're the number one... People hate Widowmaker to begin with. And if you're the number one Widowmaker in the game, and you're just, like, destroying people, well, they're going to put you on a void, or they're going to, you know, block you, or whatever. And that's what was happening. It was causing their matchmaking, though, to be off. Like, their matchmaking, it was taking some of the, those players match, um, about 10 minutes to, to, get a, to the, get a game going. And that was an issue. And if, John, you're not familiar with the Avoid Player feature, because it's not available on console. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so but on play on PC you could it's so you could actually dumb. prefer a player. You could prefer a player. Yeah. Where if uh let's say somebody was a good mercy or uh you know, they were really good at what they did, you instead of just friending the person, you could just mark them as prefer and you're more likely to get matched up with them. Mm. Uh but the avoid player fee I never preferred anybody, so I the the avoid player feature was used a lot. And, I mean, in my case, I never avoided a player that was kicking my ass. I would only avoid players that were either toxic or, you know, that were just, you know, talking shit. Mm-hmm. Or not even just talking shit because mm-hmm. most of the time when people talk shit, I just talk shit back, you know. And that's the end of it. But if somebody's being annoying, I guess, most of the people, I can't remember ever 
avoiding a player on the opposite team. I would always avoid a player on my team. You know, if somebody wasn't playing well, in in the aspect of, you know, we need you, we we don't need you to be Zenyatta right now. You need to be Mercy, and they refuse to switch. Yeah, you avoid that player. Mm-hmm. You know, you were gonna say something, Mike. I I have caught myself avoiding people on the opposite team, but like it was like because. It was also like a block and avoid. So I'd block the play. Like, I don't know why I did this, but I would like avoid and block them because they would say something like, like some racial slur or some stupid shit like that. Um, and that would pretty much be like, avoid this player, block them, all that. So now I guess they've just saved me a button to click. Yeah, I mean, avoid and block is a bit redundant. Yeah. <laughs> to do both. I mean, avoid player. That's how angry I would get. <laughs> block. I'm, I'm pretty sure if you block the player, I don't think you'll ever be matched up with him before. Um, again, I should say, if you avoid the player, they're going to try to avoid you. However, if, you, if your matchmaking has taken a long time, then they're going to pair you up with them. Right. I just, I think like maybe I'd avoid people on my team who wouldn't just like team up, but. I don't know. Like it just, it just seems silly because you're because the block button still could work in the same way the avoid player button works. If I see some like like a, a new player who's like, man, I don't want to go against that Woodmaker ever again. Block. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's if anything, you've made it almost worse now because now instead of like you might not get paired up against them, now it's like, well, now my only option is I never want to be paired against him ever. Right. You know? It it seems. It seems worse. <laughs> like, yes, I, don't I, I don't understand how getting rid of a void player is going to remedy the the problem. Because you're right. Now people will just block him as opposed to avoiding him. So now instead of a 10-minute queue, it's like, okay, well, now you never can go see that person. So doesn't that just make it... I don't know. But you can't yeah. get rid of block. Like, you yeah. can't get rid of block. Because you have to be able to like block people who are just annoying as fuck. Like, there's no way sure, you're doing that. I'm pretty sure mute also goes along with block. So even if you even if the system says, hey, you have no choice, you have to play with them, now like if the person's speaking or typing, you cannot hear what they say. I mean, oh, you, that, it's, cool. it's gonna ruin communication. Period. Avoid. We need avoid player. Avoid. I, I mean, we have. We I think I've had scenarios over the past week, several where I needed that avoid player option, but instead I just had to block him instead because you know you never know. It could have been that one day that guy. We're just having a really shitty day. You know, he's on a really shitty day. He was in a mood, a guy or girl, and that's why they were being a bitch. So that's why, you know, you just got to, you know, you hit the avoid player. And then next time you paired up with them, because I actually had that happen. I had it happen where I had somebody on avoid. And the next time I actually played with them, you know, I didn't realize it was them. And, you know, and we were having a great time together. And I was going to, um, you know, check. Um, I was going to go friend them. And when I right-clicked their name, I noticed that they were on a void. <laughs> you know? That means I had have, I have avoided them in the past. So, I mean, like, I just think blocking is too much. They really need to bring a void player back. If they want to fix the issue of having players not blocking or avoiding really good players, they need to just make sure that a void works on your team only. You can only avoid your own teammates. Because that stops you from avoiding somebody that is just kicking your ass. For the sake of have of kicking out your ass, you know. And with the way Overwatch works, in a lot of cases, like even if you stay in the same um, queue, 
the person who was on the other other team, you know, being an asshole may actually be on your team the next time, so you'll still have the chance to avoid them. Right. Yeah, so avoid player, you will be missed, and uh, I don't know. There's, there's been a lot of uproar about it. I don't know if Blizzard's going to bring it back. They're saying they're working on new features to, uh, you know, help, help our experience, quote-unquote. So we'll we'll see what they, what, what they come up with. Uh, the mm-hmm. next mention is there was an accidental mercy nerf that came down with the competitive patch. Uh, apparently, now you need you have to keep line of sight with your target in order to keep healing them. Like normally with mercy, you just hold down the you know your trigger, and you can fly to anybody in order to like avoid being killed. Mm-hmm. And you can still be healing that one person. You don't actually have to see the one person, the, the person you're healing. With this bug, apparently Mercy has to keep their eyes on a person because if you don't, then it cuts the beam. That's if that if I'm what I'm reading is correct. Um, I haven't noticed that, but I mean it's it's possible. Yeah, it says no longer can you smoothly switch the stream while also watching the rest of your team's health bar. You have to A, turn your back to face them, B, temporarily break the stream rather than smoothly switch from one to mm. the other, C, come out of cover if you happen to be hiding, D, pray that another ally doesn't get between you and the target because they'll steal your stream focus. Mm. Maybe that's no. why I've been feeling the need to play Lucio more. Actually, that's a really good point because I've noticed lately I've been getting way more cards with Lucio over Mercy's. Like I've been doing way more healing with Lucio than Mercy's recently. Yeah, I, I, I mean that's literally why I've been like, I feel like Mercy hasn't been able to heal out as much. So like I've been trying to uh, play more Lucio because I've been getting out more heals across the board. So I don't know. Yeah, so maybe you didn't even really notice. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, I lose, I uh, yeah, use Lucio maybe- more than uh, whenever using a healer. I use uh, Lucio. I don't even look at Mercy. Yeah, See, I think Mercy is harder to use on console, I think. Because she is because on PC, you can snap, turn around, and heal. You'd be like, you get heals, you get heals, you get heals, you get heals. <laughs> on console, you have, like, you got the, wish, the, the time to turn, and that's a problem. I wish there was a button you could press on console that does a 360, like, a 180. It lets you just do a quick 180. Like, it lets you just completely turn around. I don't know. Yeah. I think that would be cool. Maybe R three. What does R three do? Do you know what does R three do on console, John? Do you remember? No, no, I don't know. Maybe if they could, like, hey, do a quick turnaround, press in on the stick. I don't know. Well, you know, you know what the problem is with that because this is the problem that we have with Destiny. Sometimes when you're playing, you start pressing the stick kind of hard, and you don't want to be in the middle of a fight, and all of a sudden, 180 turns. Okay, so, you have to, so maybe map it to another button. I don't know. Like, what buttons? Like. Uh, this is a console conversation we'll have to have at a later point. I have to actually play more console. I think I'm like level 7 on console or something like that. Well, there are, there are available buttons, though. I mean... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it just... Uh, I just remembered... Because I had an issue with Widowmaker that uh, the R3 button was so sensitive that when I would snipe, I would take a shot and then melee. Take a shot, melee. That's what it does. Take a shot, melee. It's really annoying. I had to get rid of the melee on Widowmaker in order just to be able to shoot. 
I've never, I've never liked R three being melee. I always have to like switch it back to like old school Halo, where it's circle or B if you're on Xbox. I guess like I don't know. I always had to like go that way. The, the annoying thing in Destiny is that R three was run. Yeah. So like you'd be in the middle of a gunfight not... and then all of a sudden start running. <laughs> Wait, it's not L three. No, yeah, L three is run, isn't it? L three is run. Sorry, yeah, but it's one of the it's one of the the L three or R three. So okay. you pressing down and all of a sudden click run. <laughs> like, like, you shit. must be like pressing hard on your controllers. I really don't click in a lot on my like sticks. Like well, I hate actually anything important. I never put on the press in on the sticks because I hate doing that. Well, I do lift, so that's probably. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But yeah, so uh, apparently right now there is no fix. There is no um, plan for fix. I mean, they're, they're working on it. They're working on getting a fix out, but I would hope within the next week or so we saw like a, like a quick patch from them. On console, it's different, though. I don't even know if it's affecting console, because console can't just patch like that. That's part mm-hmm. of the issue. Um, Has to go through certification. Yes, it does. Unless you're like Destiny. And the thing about Destiny is that their patching system is in the game. I think Blizzard needs to apply that to Overwatch. Because Destiny, Destiny can push out a, a quick, small, couple kilobytes, couple megabytes patches, uh, and... Um, it doesn't have to go through certification, I don't believe. Maybe it does, I don't know. But I know that their their patching system is in the game itself. Mm-hmm. But then again, think about all the all the problems Destiny has had. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe it needs to go through certification. It takes nine yeah. hours for us to move this rock. One foot didn't it over. Take, yeah. Didn't it take like a year for it to get good? A year? Taking King? Didn't it oh, take no, Taking King? It's, to it's like still get... in the process of getting good. Oh. <laughs> I shouldn't I say that. I shouldn't say that. Uh, this is not. A, we're not going to get into it because I could talk about that for a long. This time. is why you're not in orbit anymore. Okay, like I, I actually point. am back on an orbit. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Oh my <laughs> but, god. Um, let's move on to our next point here. Um, Mercy was an accidental nerf, but a purposeful nerf that's coming out for console specific is Torbjorn is going to be nerfed on console. 30% decrease in damage which will definitely get rid of... Because Torbjorn, I think he's almost a must-have on console right now for a lot of teams. He definitely won't be a must-have after this. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you that much. 30% decrease in damage. Is that on his gun or on the turret, though? The turret. Hmm. The turret's on a 30% decrease in damage. Hmm. I don't know. The only reason I'm a little disappointed by that is that means his turret won't charge Zarya as much. That's all that means for me. Because I have no problems dealing with Torb turrets. The only reason I have a problem with Torb turrets on console is that I know my teammates are going to have trouble dealing with the turrets. That's why I don't like Torb turrets. Other I than mean, that, here's the problem. You know what this is going to do, right? You what? know what? This is, this is gonna, you're going to see the rise of Bastion all over again. Well, he, he never went anywhere. Now, no, now, but now, instead of seeing Torbjorn or Bastion, it's just now going to be Bastion. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, people are still going to go Bastion. Like, actually, so we were playing Hanamura, and outside the main, the main entrance, somebody put a Bastion on each side with a uh, Reinhardt on each side covering mm-hmm. it. 
Mm-hmm. You still won that match because all I did was take a diva and just fly right past those <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like at that point, you just grab a couple tracers, grab divas, and just fly. Just yeah. Go. Well, that's the thing. Like um, the problem, it was I think me and John made it to the point. Our team was sitting there back there fighting them. Like, why are you fighting them? Why you're gonna lose that fight? Yeah, Don't people bother. think they should fight. People just have this constant need, like, I need to kill that person. And, like, you just don't have to. You can just go by. Yeah, shout out to the Soldier 76 that stayed behind and kept trying to kill me, but couldn't. (laughs) 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 He he was the only one, like, they're on the point. (laughs) Did the Bastions and Reinhardt's not move? Uh, I don't know. I can't even tell you, because by the time... Yeah, like by the time they got there, actually they didn't even made that. They no, they did move because that's how our teammates finally killed them. I think they were running back to the point. And our teammates killed them from behind. See, and me and John are sitting there doing a jig on the point. See, the problem <laughs> yeah. is that works on point A, but that's really annoying to deal with on point B. That by the time we went to point B so fast, they didn't have time to set up. Ah, uh, okay. So you, that's how you got them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. You're right. We're gonna see a lot of Bastions. Uh, Torb- I don't. I don't agree with this nerf. This Blizzard's nerfs. I, I'm just not agreeing with. I don't. Didn't agree with the Widowmaker nerf. I didn't agree uh, because you. I'm sorry. I've been one shot. Well, sorry. I shouldn't say one shot. But I've been shot by Widowmakers fully charged as uh, Zenyatta. And it's, if she shoots you in the chest, it is generally not a one shot hit. You know, she'll shoot you twice. But the thing is, Zenyatta's easy to shoot because he moves slow. You know, mm-hmm. he's supposed to be that way. Zenyatta's not supposed to be out in the open like mm-hmm. that. Not to mention, it's a team-based game. You're supposed to rely on your teammates to go get that Widowmaker out of place. You know what I'm saying? Not to mm-hmm. mention, I've killed countless Widowmakers as Zenyatta. Um, so I didn't agree with that. Um, I didn't agree with the uh, the McCree nerf. We talked about that in depth. I thought McCree should have stayed a tank buster, but made it harder for him to hit smaller targets. Blizzard disagrees. Uh, but I didn't agree with that. And I don't agree with this. 30% decrease in damage, that's not what's needed. If, for console, if it's going to be something specific to console, it could have been the lock on time, like how fast it locks and starts shooting. But it definitely that the the turning speed of the turret needs to be reduced. Right now, it's instantaneous. Yeah, it's immediate. It's immediate. It, it needs- shoots before it even turns. Like I've. <laughs> like, yes, it's- that is true. It that, it can because the animation will clip into place to to like you know once it starts shooting. But you'll see a bullet come towards you before the the gun even turns. It needs to be reduced to point five seconds, one second, you know. That's thing, like I, it shouldn't be. Cause you know how it moves too, how I know it moves too fast because somebody could put a turret in a doorway, right? Let's say you put it and there's a doorway to your right and a doorway to your to your front of the turret. So you, the turret can be shooting out the front door, and as soon as somebody puts their toenail in front of that doorway, the turret instantly turns to the to the other side, shoots the person, and then turns back. I've died so many times as tracer like that. That's too fast. That's what they need to do. Not the 30% decrease in damage so that people can just get hit more. Because now you're actually affecting Torbjorn and his usefulness. What do you think, do you think about it's... lowering the um, the range also? Maybe instead of, what is it, 40 meters? Bring it down 40 to meters. 30? Uh, that, no, I mean, uh, uh, well, that's the thing. For PC, no. 
For P- actually, for PC, they shouldn't be changing the torque at all. If, it, if the only thing they change on torque on PC is how fast the turret turns, mm-hmm. I think that's good. But other than that, the, on PC, torque doesn't need to be, t- need to be touched. The only problem to you're going to run into when changing how fast the turret turns is how it's going to track a tracer. Well, I mean... Because, like, she's going to she's gonna waste its time. Ta- if the turret is targeting the tracer, the tracer can then dash, 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 recall, and it's going to take that entire time of turning to trace every location she's been to. And by that point, someone else could easily just be, like, shooting the fuck out of it and blowing it up. Well, I, I would just call that a viable strategy. Yeah. Well, yeah. my problem is, like, tracer is already, to me, feeling, like, really way too fucking good. But I don't know. Because, like, only one character counters her, and to give her anything more seems, like, a little too much. Two counter... Well, I, I think at least two counter her. Um, McCree, McCree and, and... May. May can counter Tracer. She yes, dashes she out. She dashes out. She it has doesn't... to dash away from you. Yeah. That's the difference. But if she just dashes from side to side trying to shoot you, all you have to do is pay attention. Because I've done it before. I've done it several times. You just more than several times. You just pay attention to the direction she's dashing. Well, she only moves five meters at a time. That's true, but there's only, like, one true character that can guarantee kill a tracer. And that's McCree. Like, there's, that's McCree. There's yeah. no... May, May cannot guarantee kill a tracer. She can only scare her away. At best. Right. Even, or at worst. Dude, you know. Even with uh, Roadhog, I can counter a tracer. Well, Because uh, most tracers don't double dodge. They'll dodge once. When in, you know, like that's why usually I'll draw the dodge, see them dodge, hook, pull, kill. That's it. You know, and that's it's a but that's a quick draw contest. You can actually recall out of that if you're fast enough. Not, not, yeah, I, I found the secret. I, I found the secret. <laughs> I'm just saying, I've seen tracers recall out of that animation. So that's because the purse. That's probably because the person playing Roadhog waits till they get waits till they get pulled close. Mm-hmm. And then pulls the trigger, they can recall out of that. However, I don't even know if I want to share this because I don't <laughs> want people to kill me as Tracer. But you know, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to help. So I don't know if it's on purpose. This is your watch pointer. Yeah, there, yeah, here's my watch pointer. I don't know if this is on purpose or not, but Rogue Hog can cue his moves to a degree. If you pull the trigger point five, up up to 0.5 seconds before she actually reaches you, as soon as she reaches you, you will you will pull the trigger and she will die. That she won't have the because what happens with the hook? The hook goes away. She has the opportunity to drop, and then you can recall. So more than likely, what the person is doing is as they're being hooked, they're spamming recall. And as soon as the hook goes away, they get recalled back. But as Roadhog, when you get as soon as you get the hook. You start spamming your primary fire, and as soon as she gets close to you, bam, you'll die. Because I was actually having okay. a problem getting the hook and kill. I was like, why am I get? Why am I having a problem getting a hook and kill when I'm getting hooked and killed all the time? So that's what I started doing. I started queuing up the move. As soon mm. as I get the hook, I start spamming the left the left click, and as soon as they get close, it goes pop, and they're, they're gone. I've gotten okay. so many kills with the hooks like that. There you okay. go. There's this week's watch pointer. <laughs> okay but anyways i don't know how the we'll, we'll see how torbjorn fares we'll just see how it goes but i i think you're gonna see a lot more bastions after this yes you are you are 100 percent right you're 100 percent right but i uh i just think it's the wrong direction for the tour for, for torbjorn in terms of the nerf that's all 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so one last thing should be pretty quick. Uh, somebody on Reddit made a uh, made some nice maps and put all the turret positions, like for Torbjorn, where the turret, like the most common turret positions and why they're good. We're not going to get too deep into it because, I mean, I think on PC we pretty much know a lot of stuff. I just think this is really good for console players, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm usually not surprised by turrets anymore when I see you put in certain places. Uh, but I, we're going to put this into the show notes and you guys can check it out. I highly suggest everybody look at it, not just tour players, especially for console, because that way maybe you won't be surprised walking around a corner and getting blasted by a tour turret, which means we wouldn't have to get this nerf in the first place. So, but uh, let's go ahead and we're going to talk about the patch notes that came out uh, over the past two weeks. And the, over the, well, since it's been two weeks, you know, the patch notes were originally for PC only, but then the consoles got patched as well. And uh, there are a few console-specific patch notes, but of 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 note, uh, the most uh, notable uh, feature that came out was competitive play. Like I said, we're going to dig deep into that uh, shortly. Um, One important option for our friend Jorge from In Orbit, Southpaw options for gamepads are now available. So... Uh, not that's not a big deal for PC, but for console, that's a big deal for a lot of players. If you're playing, I actually I do know one. I do know one person who is playing on PC with a gamepad. Why? Like there is no. Like, it has to be horrible because there's no aim assist on console at all. None. So I wouldn't recommend it. But if you do, you can you can play it, and um, you'll have uh, a Southpaw options available. A Widowmaker's infrared sight now audible with map wide, so whenever she pops her her special, everybody on the map will be able to hear it. Uh, weapon selections added to the hero gallery, so you can and that's essentially so that you can see golden weapons. So now, if you go, I think the last item on on your hero menu is weapons, and it shows you your normal weapon plus the golden weapon. More than likely, they're also going to have. I would imagine they're going to have regular weapon, like I guess other skins for weapons mm-hmm. as well. So that would be pretty cool. They removed avoid player, avoid this player from the UI. They actually, the funny thing to me was that they, at first they removed the functionality. They removed the functionality immediately. That's probably something they had to do on the back end. And then with this patch, they removed it from the UI. They fixed the bug where backfill players will receive a loss and not get XP. That's not supposed to happen to backfill players. They fixed the bugs that, that will move players toward the source of a knockback. That was annoying. Glad they fixed it. They fixed a bug that would call that would sometimes cause projectiles to hit Reinhardt instead of his barrier field, and that's because Reinhardt's an asshole. He, his range is too too long. They should have kept it in. I'm not a Reinhardt player at all. He's probably my lowest time to be honest with you. Anybody here play Reinhardt at all? I play a little bit yeah, here and there, just when uh, the team needs it. That's yeah, I never yeah. really go into a match with him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Reinhardt to be honest. At all. I got beef with Reinhardt. We'll get into that some other time, though. Uh, we fixed the bug that allowed Torbjorn to pick up scrap while dead. Which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, for console-specific, though, the Widowmaker and McCree nerfs from two, or almost three weeks ago at this point, those are now available. and They're now in place on consoles, both Xbox One and PS4. And now on console, they fixed a bug that prevented people from leaving as a group. On PS4, that's still broken. That does not work. Me and John tried that several times over the weekend. It does not work. We always end up leaving separately. 
So Blizzard still got some work to do. I did report that into the bugs form, but I didn't get any type of reply, so who knows if they're going to do something about it or not. Uh, all right, well, let's, let's get into the meat of the, 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 the podcast here. Let's talk about competitive mode, something that you know we've been waiting for for quite some time. Everybody's <laughs> been shouting for it. Now it's here, and a lot of people are shouting that they should take it down. <laughs> fix I it. mean... I really, I literally played it because I just wanted to have to talk about it, and that's literally the only reason I played it. Yeah, well, we didn't have that bad of a time. No, it wasn't bad. I mean, I went seven and three, but it was still just like, eh. Yeah. Like I don't know. The the there were like I didn't feel like I didn't have any close matches. I felt like they were either like complete shutouts or. Getting my face like ripped off, like I don't know, like yeah. it was just I didn't. We had one close match out of those ten matches I played. Well, those are placement matches. Placement matches are different, but the thing is, you're not wrong still because even after placing, I mean, even on console, John, have like have we had many close matches? Uh, we've had we've had a few that would go into overtime. We've had a few. Um, I I think you know a lot depends on the map. And the kind of map that it is, um, there's no doubt in my mind now that whether you're defending or attacking, you're going to have an advantage over uh, over the other one, and and I think that's why we've seen in in some cases, I I, you know I'd have to look at the maps specifically, but uh, some more than others in which they're going into tiebreakers. Because right. yeah, whenever you're attacking, you know uh, the team's going to have the advantage to to win that one, and then when it switches, the other team wins. And I think it has to do with how the map is made. Uh, but we've had a few. We've had a few that would go into like coin flips and stuff, or or some overtimes, or would get tense. But you're right. Surprisingly, there have been quite a few blowouts. I do. I think we've had more blowouts on both sides, whether we're blowing somebody out or we're getting blown out. Right. Uh, than we've had tight matches. And on PC, it's even less. On PC, it's even less. Like, it's, if we blow somebody out attacking, we'll usually blow them out defending. Console's a little different. I think that has to do with console because we had a match yesterday where we got destroyed on offense and then we destroyed them on defense. You know, so. Right. That's it's it's a little different, but um, I guess for those who still aren't familiar with competitive play, let's let's talk about the details a little bit. First of all, you can't get into competitive play until you hit level twenty five, which I mean that you're still you know you're still kind of new to the game at that point, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's I think it needs to be higher to be honest with you, because think about um, was it uh, heart of the not heart of the swarm but um heroes of the storm. You have to be level 30 before you can get into a ranked game. Mm-hmm. Getting to level 30, is, does, it, that's not a fast process. Oh, it's not a fast that's... process. Like You can hit level 25 in a few days, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, in Overwatch. But in Heroes of the Storm, you got to get to level 30. Even me, because I purchased, when I was playing Heroes of the Storm back in January, when Overwatch was uh, taking a break from beta... I purchased a booster, like a set. I purchased a seven-day booster, but it also gave me another seven-day booster. I had a fourteen-day booster, 
and I still didn't reach level 30. Mm-mm. You know, they t- it took it takes a lot. So I think it needs to be a high. I, mean, I think it needs to be at least like level 50, to be perfectly honest with you. If not 75. Some people are saying 75. <laughs> I've definitely heard 75 before. But I think competitive needs to be at least, at least level 50. So that you get, you know, that if you do level 50, at that point, you have really, I, I think you, you're, you're into the game way more than 25. Because mm-hmm. well, it takes 2,200 XP or 22,000 XP to rank up starting at level 20. That's why getting from 10 to 20, uh, not 10 to 20, but uh, 0 to 20 is so easy. So 25 is a bit low, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, the seasons are going to go every for two and a half months with a two-week break. The two-week break is the off, is off, uh, is considered off the off-season. Season. Uh, you have to play 10 placement matches. And those, <laughs> I don't even know what criteria they really go by because it's not wins-losses. Mike, I went five for five. Mike went seven for three, and we both got placed in the same place. Yep. So, uh, then, well, John, what do we go? We went six and four. Right. Me and John went six and four. I got placed at fifty-three. <laughs> I and wonder if it tracks like gold medals. Maybe I don't know, but John, you got you with the same exact record. You got placed at forty-nine. Yeah. You know. So I don't know exactly what it's looking for. But yeah, you'll, you'll be after your 10 games, your 10 placement matches, you'll be placed somewhere between 0 to 100. Uh, the map formats are different uh, than quick play. So for control maps, instead of playing best uh, of 3, you'll be playing best of 5. And that's probably the, close, the one that's closest to... It's quick play, because quick play, I guess, is just best of three. Um, competitive is best of five. Now, when you get to escort and hybrid maps, it gets a little different. I'll just go ahead and read what it says here. On maps that contain escort elements, teams are awarded one point anytime a capture point is taken or a payload reaches a, cap, uh, a checkpoint. Both teams play one round on offense and one on defense. After those rounds have been completed, the team with the most point wins. However, if the game ends in a tie and neither team has delivered the payload to its final destination, the team that, ha- that pushed the payload further will be the winner. On King's Road, Numani, or Hollywood, if either team makes, make, uh, takes the first point or the final score is tied, the match enters sudden death. All right? Which is, uh, that is true. Now, one thing that has to, I have to say about the uh the push the payload further it doesn't mean if you if like you know round one somebody the, the attacking team pushes it you know 40 meters and round two the attacking team push it 45 meters i don't think like on those maps i haven't seen it announce a winner in that way it still does it based off of points what usually ends up happening is that uh those will still go to sudden death so this needs to be rewor- re- reworded to be perfectly honest with you, because it's not simply based on whoever pushed it further. Unfortunately, it should be like that. It should say, okay, well, this, this team pushed it further, so that team wins. You know, um, On assault maps, it's a little different as well. Uh, the assault matches are... Han- I'm just going to read it from the, from the site here. Assault matches are handled in a similar fashion, but with several mode-specific adjustments. Each team plays one round on offense, the team with the most points after three rounds wins. 
How after these rounds went, sorry. However, if the first team fails to capture a point, the match ends as soon as the second team captures the first objective. We have seen that happen quite a few times. If the score is tied after the first two rounds, each team plays a second round on offense. Instead of playing with the standard five-minute clock, teams only have the time that was remaining on the clock at the end of their previous offensive rounds. If a team has no time remaining, they do not play an additional round. Also, if either team had sorry, if, if either team had fewer than two minutes left on the clock in the previous round, their time is increased to two minutes. But this is their final offensive opportunity. When either team runs out of time, the team with the higher score wins. If both teams are tied with no time remaining, the match enters sudden death. Um, sudden death essentially is a coin flip. There's a coin flip done. One team is picked to attack. One team is picked to defend. If the attacking team takes the first point, they win. If the defending team stops them from taking the first point, they lose. Uh, one thing that is of note here that, well, uh, I shouldn't say of note here. It's not noted at all. Uh, certain maps like Watchpoint Gibraltar, those maps, you'll notice a uh, kind of like a golden, sh- uh, a golden zone on the ground. Sometimes, if you see that, that means that's where the the enemy team, or that's where your team has to push in order to get the round one. Right. I've only seen that on Watchpoint Gibraltar, though. I haven't really seen that on any other map. I don't know why Watchpoint Gibraltar is like that. Which I think mm. that's, they should all be like that, you know? Yeah, maybe it's just because the graphics aren't there on the other maps yet. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. know. Like, your team A, right? You know, your, your team, you, you, let's say, like, you know, team A attacks first. Team A does not get to the end of the map. Team B should only have to push past that first point. You know, that's, that seems fair to me. Mm. Well, what do you guys think? Uh, I don't know. Like, it, I, I feel like the point system they're kind of going for kind of works. It's just, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think it's like really great right now and it could use tweaks, but I don't really know what to tweak. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what they can do to make this more fair for one side or the other, because pretty much it feels like it's going to constantly boil down to how they handle the tiebreaker situation, mostly, and how they're handling now is just not working. So, but I, I'm not I'm not sure what they need to do to fix it. I expect there to be tweaks. I mean, if they've shown anything in, in the rest of their game is that uh, they'll go back and... and um, you know, process everything that they have going and seeing what works and what doesn't. And um, I think there's enough there, uh, particularly enough complaints for them to look back and go back and, and, and take a look and, and see how they can retool it so that uh, right it, it, it works a little bit better. Right. I just wonder, like, what's the level of amount of people? Like, how many people need to be satisfied for us to call this? Because here's the thing. I don't think there's you're going to be able to please everybody in this. Like, there's there's going to be people who are butthurt. And you just what at what level? Obviously, it's not okay where it's at now because there's too many people that are like saying this is just not right. But like, what level do we get to? Do we say like, okay, this is acceptable? 
Well, first of all, the if it's truly competitive, and I hate to say this, but if it's truly competitive, most people, uh, it's it's just not going to be appealing for most people. That's the thing. It's just not to make it truly competitive. It is not going to be appealing uh, for most people. Uh, I don't disagree. I mean, that's why I don't like playing it. <laughs> and that's the the problem is that Blizzard's going to try to please everybody, and they're gauging the success or failure of the competitive mode on how many people like it versus how many people don't. And that's just not the way it is. If you want it to truly be competitive, a lot of people aren't going to like it. And it, you have to know what's fair and what's not. Blizzard actually, um, let me see if I can pull it up here. Jeff Kaplan had a post, or he made a post in the Blizzard forums talking about, actually he was talking about coin flip, which by the way, coin flip is going away the next season. Coin flip and sudden death are going away the next season because people keep complaining about it. And this is what I was talking about. Let me see. Here we are. Oh, I'm going to read this. what he said in his post. Regarding those last two points, which were about coin flip and sudden death, even, those we feel, even though we feel like tuning the attacker versus defender advantage and sudden death is achievable, and we're really close right now, the community perception is that one side always has a clear advantage on assault, escort, and hybrid maps, and as a result, you feel the coin flip mechanic is unfair. The balance is the easy part for us, but the perception issues are much more challenging, challenging and important. They're taking player perception very like too. I, I hate to say way too seriously, but that is it, it, it's factoring too much into how they're doing things. Player perception, player people perceive things all incorrectly all the time because they don't understand how it works. Like so, a player gets in the competitive. They do poorly. They perceive that there's something wrong with the system. Right. Because people mm-hmm. don't want to blame themselves. No, that's not the case. That's that's not the case at all. There's certain things that yes, there are a definite problems like the with the skill gain and loss ratio. The fact that uh, uh, when you lose, you lose a lot of skill rank. When you win, you barely you know the most you'll get is a third of a bar. But I mean, I've had I've lost entire ranks before. Uh, with one loss, and it's not uncommon to lose half of a of, of a skill rank with one loss, you know. So that's actually that's a real problem there. But the pro- but the perception that um, you know, once I always has a clear advantage, that's not necessarily true. You know, now I will say some maps are more advantaged for defenders versus attackers, like Temple of Anubis. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. I think that is that that map has a real. It's really uh, balanced for defenders. The problem with another problem with Temple of Anubis, but the, the only saving grace of Temple of Anubis is that if you can break the line once, that's usually on all you point need. A. Yeah, on if, you point break, a. if you can break the line once, that's usually all you need to break through. Which is why it, I wouldn't call it an unbalanced map. It's point B. That's really. But you're right. If you can break the line in point B still, you can still destroy them. But, like, I feel like point B is super freaking hard to do that on. But that's another topic. Yeah, that just takes team coordination. But we'll, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about that. Maybe we'll make it a watch pointers one day. How to achieve victory. Or <sighs> I, might, I might need that one because sometimes I feel like it's impossible sometimes. But, right. anyways. Moving on. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like player perception, you have all. I mean, you have. I mean, this what ten million people playing this game right now, probably over mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them don't have what it takes to play competitive. A lot of them are not good 
at playing this game. They're just or not. they just or the or they just don't care. Like the, there's the there's the like they don't care enough to like switch or whatever or anything like that. They just wanna they just wanna play the game, but then they jump into competitive because they feel like that's where everybody's going. And then you've got these people who just don't really have that competitive spirit, you know? Yeah. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I think they should, any rewards from competitive, I personally think they should get rid of them. And that's going to stop people from coming in. Because as people, as many people talk shit about the golden guns, there's still a lot of people who want the golden guns. It's true. And there's people who are like, well, I'm going to want the emblem from each season. Nah, fuck it. Just don't (laughs) keep them all, you know, like don't have any type of reward. I think don't have any type of reward, and that's going to stop people from um, from playing competitive that really don't want to play. Some people who just want the rewards, and I think they're trying to work on that. To be honest with you, but I, I personally think they should just um, get rid of them. But you know, like I was saying, there's so many people playing this game, there's so many people playing competitive. You can't listen to everybody. You can't even listen to the majority. That's the problem when it comes to competitive play, because the majority. They just want to win. They really don't care about competition. So they want to be able to hop on their McCree, even though McCree may not be the best for that map, or hop on their Farrah, even though Farrah may not be the best for that map, and play them and win. That's what they want to do. They want to be able to do all those things, even though technically speaking, they shouldn't be. You know, and that, that's the problem with dealing with player perception. And this is the exact reason I do not think game developers or publishers should be handling that should be managing their communities like this community management should be done by the community competitive aspects of the game should be handled by the community not by the companies because this would not have happened if the play, if the player base would have made would have actually the player base have, have already created their own rules for competitive play you know they've done that already but so, blizzard's ignoring but, that but go ahead well so but then like how does blizzard control that like i they don't no but they have to like keep like a rank system or something like that like like where they can display it where they can monitor it so they can see like because this is because if this game blows up it's gonna be like the you know the championship series league of legends or whatever we're fucking going on about if this game blows up in that way which how riots made a lot of money is you know controlling that whole thing i mean riot pretty much has control over the league of legend championship series they do in and out and that's how they've made money off of it they, well, they what, have made money you, off of it you're right so how do, so how does so then you as a company you look at it and like well how can we make money off of this control it so what if like they just let the comp- the the community come up with all the ways but then they apply what the communities come up with and just apply it to their game via competitive mode. That would be fine, but they're never going to do that because this, this, this is the number one problem with esports. Esports is primarily not about competition. Esports is about viewership. Competition yes. comes second or third. Blizzard has already changed games like StarCraft. They changed StarCraft 2 to be more accessible for esports, but not, not necessarily most competitive. They changed StarCraft 2 in ways that made me not even want to play it anymore, to be honest with you. They, like, that's why I don't play Legacy of the Void multiplayer now. So, like, that's the thing. Like, that's why, that's why I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of esports. That's why I love the FGC, because the FGC is primarily still controlled <laughs> by the community. 
right for now right now because the fgc is still controlled by the community for those who don't know that's the fighting game community well i mean you still have things like the capcom cup which you do is... but they use fgc rule sets because it was already predetermined by Evo and all that stuff. Before exactly, it. Evo. Still However, the Super Bowl we'll, we'll 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 see how that turns out. You know, with e- the, that ESPN two coverage thing happening and whatnot. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll see we'll, what happens. Yeah, we'll see. But that's what I'm saying. The communities can best manage themselves because you know most of the time the communities aren't making money off of it they're doing it for the love of it so they are they are going to pick the most competitive set they're going to pick the uh, most competitive rules you know they're going to find they're going to go through the game with a fine tooth and comb and find out you know this is cheese this is not we're going to allow this we're not going to allow that you know okay. that that's what they're going to do versus you know, uh, you know, with Blizzard, which their primary objective is just to get as many people playing as possible so that when we put this thing on stream or we put this thing on TV, as many people as as can, as we can are going to have are going to be watching this and we're going to make money off of that. Play, I mean, I guess again, going back full circle, player perception cannot be a factor in which you take something out because there's nothing wrong with having a sudden death. From after season one, we're probably gonna have draws instead of sudden deaths. Yeah, I actually, I actually like the sudden death. Um, my, I do have an issue with it. Is the only thing uh, that really bothers me is that is that two minute um, time frame, and I don't think two minutes really gives you all that much. It's it's asking an awful lot. Uh, so if they gave just a little, yeah, maybe even three to four minutes, um, I think. I would like it even more, well, but but just for it's it, basically what's that? Oh, I was agreeing because it basically says you only have two minutes to adapt to the defender's strategy and coordinate appropriately. Yeah, in a good thirty seconds, of already twenty five percent of the matches passed by by the time you get you get mowed down the first time, mm-hmm. and you don't even know if you don't want to have you don't want to get mowed down the first time, then automatically switch characters and then come back again because maybe your comp was good, you just need to approach the situation differently. That's yeah. a possibility. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, me personally, I'd, I'd prefer some more time added. Three minutes work for you? I'd say somewhere between three and four, I think, would be better. Yeah, I don't know. But I think four minutes is too long, because four... Actually, no. Well, yeah, they're, I think they're bringing down the initial timer to four minutes, as opposed to five minutes. Uh, so, I think three minutes would probably be the best. Like, right smack dab in the middle there. To be honest with you, this two minutes Maybe. goes by so quickly. Next, thing you know, you're down to thirty that's, seconds. That's that's like three deaths. Yeah. Like three deaths is like yeah, and you're done. And what yeah. you see is you just see them tank up. You see them go bastion with Torbjorn, mm-hmm. and that's it. I mean, they go for the for the super cheese. And uh, if you're playing a team of six, you may be able to quickly organize and get around it. But let's be honest, most people probably play in teams of twos. Sometimes teams of three. And then, you know, the teams, especially on console, the teams are disorganized. If you have two teams of three, and most of the time those teams are not going to be in team chat, forget about it. You know, me and John, we we have our party chat set to automatically go to team chat whenever we're in a game. But most people, as we can tell you, most people don't have that option. Well, not that option, but they don't have it set up like that. You know? Yeah, I mean, how many people have we had to go through, like, a tutorial Yes. <laughs> in order to show them how to make this work. 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I, anytime we get a new person in, I kind of have to be like, okay, do this, do this. Now restart your game, and now come back in, and now you know now it works. But you know, it's it, it is a pain in the ass for that to happen. Blizzard really needs to make team chat forced on PS4. But we'll, that will I think we have talked about that before. I brought up in the Blizzard forums. Nobody really said anything about it. Uh, but that's whatever. Um. Other than that, I mean, I think we have the, like the rewards, which you said, like you know, it's, it's just player icons, golden guns. If you're in the top 500, you will get like a, a special icon next to your name. You know, uh, one of the biggest things about competitive is that there's major pen- more major penalties for leaving. Uh, when you leave a competitive, a regular match, you just get an XP debuff after a certain amount. With competitive play, if you leave, uh, one, you're actually locked into that game. So if you leave competitive match and you try to join and you try to go into another game, you can't. No matter what, you always get rubber banded back into that game. All right? Um, Now, also, if you leave a a certain amount of times, I believe you will actually be suspended from competitive play for for the current season. And you're probably—I mean—they don't say anything about XP here or your rank, but I mean, obviously, your rank goes down. You probably, you know, mm-hmm. you probably lose a, a good amount of XP. I mean, I, you better if I stay in a game and I lose, I lose half a bar. You better lose an entire rank, you know, at that point. I really, I really feel like there should be like a serious penalty for. I I agree. Like there, fucking, there's nothing worse than like having someone just like quit out on you and now that you've like almost guaranteed the loss because there's no backfill but i honestly i'm glad there's no backfill a little bit just because then someone just doesn't like come into a loss instantly you know what i mean yeah so i don't know i remember call of duty instituted a rule where if you were quitting too often then uh they would set up a timer for like 10 minutes where you you couldn't play and even if you like turn off the system and the next day decided to turn it back on, you still had to wait ten minutes before you could play a game. Um, I I don't know whether or not that would be uh, a viable option to prevent people from being able to play uh, because of the quitting. But I do know yesterday, what was it? We we waited where it said, "What if you leave now, you won't be penalized." Yeah. And I was heavily penalized with my ranking. I went from 50 down to 49 just because of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a penalty on the, like, you won't get penalized for the leave player system, I guess, versus, like, your rank still going to... Yeah, like, it won't count as you as you being a leaver. That's the problem. I really dislike that, too. The fact that if I decide to leave, I still lose rank. Well, the problem is if you do, if we try to implement a system that's similar to like, hey, if you leave, it's fine. You won't lose any points. Get in a group game, have like three people on your team be like, hey, who wants to take the fall for this one this time, guys? And then that one person leaves. It's like, okay, psh, we're out. Don't lose as many points. Next rotation, next guy leaves, doesn't lo- loses more points. The other two don't lose as many points. Right. Like you can, there's there's ways to cheat the system. It's just which system do we want to fucking deal with? Well, there is. I mean, there has to be a better way though. We got like, it's just very very frustrating that you know somebody, especially on console, console leaving is more um, common. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had we had several matches yesterday that you know we've been in a match. Boop! All of a sudden, you just see the red notification. On PC, I didn't even I never even saw the notification to leave. I never saw. We had a game yesterday where we didn't even allow the other team out of their their um, like home base. I mean, (laughs) until like the very end, a tracer was able to get out and start pushing the payload, but then we killed killed her immediately, and it was game over. I mean, they literally could not get out of because so many people quit. It was down to like three people. Yeah, that's awful. And then at that point, it's just a waste of time for everybody. Mm -hmm. And then you get a fucking you know, smidgen of rank up because people left. Like, come on. It's, 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 it's such a waste of time at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, four minutes of us doing nothing, essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. Paying the ass. Uh, I mean, there's lots, there's lots that need to be worked on with competitive. You know, I do like the changes they made to the assault maps so that because uh, they said that people felt that the assault uh, matches were going really fast. I do like, and they were also going to sudden death a lot. So I do like the fact that they added the the, the time bank to it. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that because that gives you an incentive to play as hard as you can, even in the beginning. Uh, and you know that it's not necessarily just good enough just to win. Like you got you you need to win and have a bunch of time left. You know to ensure that if you, if the other team does the same thing to you, you can go back. And do it again with enough time. Because Temple of Two Minutes on Temple of Anubis? Woo! Fuck that. Like that, breaking through that front line is not some is not an easy task. It really isn't. So, yeah. No. Yeah, that, 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 that's a problem. You waste all your time on the front line, and then, hell, look, here's point B. <sighs> Fuck that point. Yes. <laughs> I'll help you through it, Mike. One day. I hate point B. <laughs> I hate point B so much. I don't. Yeah, so I think the problems with competitive now are, I think the biggest problem, in my opinion, is the skill skill ranks uh, skill gain slash loss ratio, skill gain loss ratio. That's the biggest problem, in my opinion. I really don't even have a problem with sudden death, except maybe the timing. Yeah. You know, like fix because it feels like I do all that work to win, and then all of a sudden one loss just like takes me completely down. I'm just like fuck this mode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's the biggest issue. I mean, another issue that Blizzard really can't address are the people who play competitive. If you're casual, just play quick play. There's no reason to play competitive. Uh, the rewards really aren't that great, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but you still find tons of people who are casual who are just playing it anyway who won't speak on the microphone, who won't communicate with you on on text. Why are you here? Like, you know, you'll see people go double characters all the time. Like, why? Why are you doing that? You know? So, like, that's that's another issue. But, I mean, what's Blizzard going to be able to do about that? Except bring back the tier system. There's the answer right there. You bring back the tier system. Because the tier system sorted that out on its own. You were in the challenger tier, which is the trash tier, right? That shit's like crabs in a barrel, okay? That's that's people just constantly pulling each other down. Yes, but weren't you griping about how hard it was to get out of that? Yes, but I got out of it. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Well, I'd rather have like... that than this because the thing is, I got out because the thing about challenger tier, every win moved you forward. There was no going backwards in challenger tier. 
All right. So eventually, if you kept winning, you would get moved out of challenger tier. If you were that bad as a player or that bad with the teamwork, you, it would take you that much longer to get out of challenger tier to advanced. Once you hit advanced, now you have the problem of if you win, you got 20 points. But if you lost, you lost 20 points unless it went to sudden death and you only lost 10 points. Okay, so I got out of advanced and to master. Once I got into, no, it was a master or expert. I think it was, I think it was, it might have been expert. Sorry. So I got out of advanced and the expert. An expert. That's when I started having a good time because that's when the players who really wanted to play started playing and working together and stuff like that. No, actually, what, I would say that what, really started what happening. You in literally, advanced. huh? What you literally just described was bronze, silver, and gold leagues in League of Legends, except for you do lose points in bronze still. That's fine. Do it. I don't care. <laughs> that's fine. Any you, any loads here? Any in 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 Overwatch or any competitive game? I should say any low tier is going to be crabs in a barrel. That's the thing. That's where your trolls are. That's where your bad players are. That's where people just trying it out are. You know, it's crabs. It's crabs in a barrel. It's going to suck. And you have to claw your way out of it. That's why I was saying before they announced this new rank system that if you're going to play competitive, go in with a team to claw your way out of competitive, uh, out of challenger. They need to bring that back, in my opinion. Because this, you, the, the current ranking system is supposed to be based on individual skill. But why are you rating individual skill in a team-based game? It doesn't work. It's not going to balance out like that. And the, you can't truly rate like individual skill in a team-based capacity because if people do work as a team and maybe do things that don't build up their stats but are very important, how do you, how do you give them credit for that? I mean, per, there's a couple of examples you use. Um, I was playing on Ilios, right? Our team pushed past. We got the, the point, which is we were playing on well, specifically. So we got the point on well. Our team pushed past the point and started fighting the other team closer to their spawn. Mm-hmm. All the other team had to do was get a Genji or a Tracer past somebody, past the line. And then the, our entire team would have had to turn around and come back to the point with their back facing their opponent. So what mm-hmm. I did is I stayed back on the point so that any Tracer or any Genji that came over, I could address them. Guess what happened? I killed Tracer. I killed five Tracers and three Genjis as Soldier 76. You know? Mm-hmm. Though that's, that's eight times that my team would have had to turn around and try to come back and get the point. You know? Right. What I, my, my saying back there allowed my team to stay where they were. Where they were. However, I wasn't racking up a bunch of points doing that. I wasn't racking up a bunch of damage. Mm-mm. You know, I, I barely got any... Um, you had objective time, probably. I had objective time, but I barely had any uh, skill rank go up for that. Mm. You know, I got punished for not being in the front lines fighting with the team, racking up my stats. Right, but how do you, how do you, how do you measure that without having a judge watch, like, every single game? Exactly. You can't do that. That's exactly my point. You know, or take it for example. Let's say, okay, your best character is Mercy, right? Or Symmetra. Sure. Let's say your let's say your best character is Mercy, um, and let's say your worst character is Farah, because that's we were going to use this, <laughs> this example. All right. So your Mercy, oh no, actually Mercy's always good. So let's say your best character is McCree. All right. Let's say you're using the McCree, 
and mm-hmm. McCree just isn't working in this scenario. He's not good on this map. He's not good against mm-hmm. the enemy comp, but he's your best character, so you pick them anyway. But he's useless. You notice that the other team does not have reach, and they're kicking your ass. The answer to that is Farah. So you go Farah, who you're not good with, but you can spam rockets with enough that you can do damage and push them back so you can get on the point and take it or, or for whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not good with Farah, so you're not going to rack up a lot of points. You're probably not even racking up a lot of damage. But what you did was a very smart move and very team-oriented. How do you get rewarded for that? How do you get judged for that? You can't. You can't. You can't. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I switched. Give me points. Because then I would just sit in base and switch all fucking day. Exactly. <laughs> so you can't get judged for that. That's why with a team-based game like this, your rank has to be based on how well your team does when you play together. Which makes me think they need to come out with a rank six versus solo queue separation anyway. Probably. But for the current like, situation, like you need to be ranked with your team. Did your team win? Great. You get this many points. Did your team lose? Sorry. You get this many points. It's a team-based game. Deal with it. Like that, 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 that's, how, that's how it works. You can't base individual skill on a team-based game. Especially not this game. It's not like Team Fortress. In fucking Team Fortress, I could literally go sniper. And push the cart forward on well, my own. Well, you can carry. Like, you, you can, can carry, carry in Team yeah. Fortress. You can carry in You can carry in this. No, you can't. That's why if your team loses, you should get the points. If your team, you should lose the points. If your team wins, you get the points. And that should force people to work in the team better. And if you can't, and if you can't work with the team for whatever reason, then that's why you stayed in Challenger tier. <laughs> you know, that's why you stayed in Challenger tier. You know? No, but it was my team the whole time. Like, I'm really good. I shield everybody. I boost everybody up. Okay, I should be then out. we're going to go back to, like, a couple of watch points ago. I mean, I said it several times. Sometimes you got you to get on the fucking mic and lead, you know? You got to get on the microphone, and you got to lead. Or you got to say something. You got to use uh, the end game chat options, like, group up with me. Let's do this. Let's do that. But but I got to play the game. I should get points. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> You know, we <laughs> we devil's advocate me and, me to, the and, uh, ran, know, to the random crying of the internet. Me and uh, Waldy, we saw a play of the game. Was it yesterday where Lucio shot one person? Yeah, and then turned yeah. around to watch his back, and he got play of the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, he guys. Just, guys, I hit my turret really hard today. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> I don't know, like they, that. I, I do think they need to go back to the tier system. You need to be judged with your team versus individually because that's that's the problem. You just can't like individually is just not going to work well. You know. I don't disagree, but of course, high uh, you know top players are going to be ranked higher because they're playing with other high end top and top players. Yeah, you're crazy if you don't think top players aren't playing in group sixes. Yes, exactly. This is why I think there needs to be a difference between solo queue and rank sixes, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, like, for the most part, competitive. I think competitive competitive modes need some changes that will make a huge difference. Like the rank system needs to be changed. You know, they need to adjust the skill if they're going to keep the skill ranking rating system. It needs to be adjusted to give just as much rating or ranking when you lose as when you win. Personally, I want to see them go back to the tier system, though. Yeah, just a, a handful of changes will go a long way. I think. Yes, because all of the bad stuff is really overshadowing the good stuff. Like I really like the way Assault plays out. I really like the way Escort plays out. 
even the three out of five for uh, King of the Hill maps. I like the way that plays out. I have had several matches where I went, I was down 0-2 and, and came back 3-2. and two. That is a really good feeling. But you know what's not a good feeling? Doing that and getting a cunt's hair worth of fucking rank. That is- or then when you, and then you lose your next game. Yes. It's like, take all that back. Yes. Exactly. That is the problem. That, that, that is the issue. Like I said, it is overshadowing the good parts of competitive. One other issue that needs to be addressed immediately is the fucking netcode. I'm getting so tired of pressing an ability I, only to see it not pop on the other side. So tired was, of that shit. I thought we were going to go a whole podcast without talking about no. it. No. Impo- it's more important than ever now. Well, like, I've noticed when I die as Pharaoh, my rockets don't stay in play. Like, I, I don't know if that's, like, a character decision choice. Like, I'll shoot a rocket, but, like, I might die after I've shot it. But the rocket just disappears. Yeah. So what would it? So what would have killed us both? Now only I'm dead, and I wonder if that's because of netcode or if that's just because of how they've decided to do that. I no, don't know. the rocket's still supposed to hit. The rocket's a projectile. The rocket has its own. It has its own life after I'm, it leaves your I'm, gun. That. But guess what? It doesn't. It vaporizes and it's gone. <laughs> yeah, and the, I've, I've literally I've seen, that, seen happen. that happen. But then when I watch the opposite side, the rocket never fired. Yeah, see, look at that face. That's that. That's the we need netcode face right there. I I'm trying to recall like <laughs> if I've seen the rocket fired or not, and I can't remember off the top of my head. It just happened to me I yesterday, can't. so it's fresh in my head. <laughs> that's why I guess <laughs> I'm bringing it up here. So yeah, oh, competitive mode like this. Competitive mode is not going to last that long. It's only going to last for a month and a half. Then it goes into the off season. Then for the fall season, it's going to be two months and a half. Uh, like it's supposed to be. So they have a lot to do. This is kind of like just a test season. I wouldn't get too bent out of shape over it, guys. Like I was getting really, really frustrated playing it. And then I was like, you know what? This is just a test season. It doesn't really matter. I'm just going to rank wherever I am. And, you know, that's going to be that's going to be the end of it. Um, but Blizzard does have lots curious. of work. Yes, there is one thing I'm curious about. Sure. About. Are they going to have weighted rank placements next season? You mean like where you ranked at this time? Yeah, like am I if I go 5 and 5, am I going to be placed like where I was at the end of last season or am I going to be placed like as if like I'm starting fresh again? No, you got to do you know, placement like, matches again. Well, I know you have to do placement matches again, but like let's say like I do really well but let's say I did really. Let's say I did like I don't know. What's like the high like one of the highest ranks in this whole thing? Mm. Like, do you know what the highest rank is right now? Like, the highest rank is one hundred. One hundred. Okay, yeah. so let's say I'm like eighty, and then but then I do like seven and three or whatever. Does that mean I get placed around the eighties again, or do I get placed back down into like the fifties? Like how I, I it was think this you're time? Right the previous season completely goes away. See, like, I have, that's just going to make it, like... See, right now the problem is, like, we're still fighting all the people that are really still fucking good, and I'm playing with, like, people who aren't. So, like, there's a discrepancy of, like, we're going to get shut down a lot more when we do our placements because the, the all the higher-up ranking people that deserve to be up there are still scrubbing it up with all the scrubs down below. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So, like, that's just, like, kicking us even down before. I feel like if they've already made it up there... 
why do they have to work so hard just to get right right back up there? Like they should like make them like if they go three and three and ten, yeah, drop them a little bit from eighty like to sixty. But why are they going to get dropped to like forty? That's true. I mean, I mean, part of the problem right now is the fact that since people since the skill loss is so much, there's a lot of good players who should be much higher that aren't. Right, and then we have to deal with them and get shut down. Yeah, and that's why... Instead of getting close matches. Yeah, like, right now, the whole thing about the competitive play was supposed to, was supposed to be, like, you were supposed to get tight matches. And you're just not. You're not getting tight matches. Like, we're either blowing people away or we're getting blown away. It's very rare that we get a tight match. And and that's why I feel like there should be weighted placements next season. But I don't know. No, that that's a good point. That's a good point. I think I think you're right about that. Do you ever write in the Blizzard forums? No. No, because I guess I should. Probably. No. You got to make some noise. I've had several posts, like, posting the Blizzard forums go blue. That's true. A blue post, John, is when a, somebody from Blizzard actually responds to you. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, I know John has never wrote in the Blizzard forums before. <laughs> Who's Blizzard? I've, <laughs> I've, never, I've never started a post. I've only, like, commented off of other people's posts, so. Yeah, I mean, for Overwatch, Blizzard is actually pretty active in responding back to people. I will say that. That's, uh, that's the good thing about, like, this game, that they are very responsive to people. If there's something yeah. I want to talk about, I'll just drive over and and talk yeah. to him in person. <laughs> yeah, he li- he li- well, you, you live 15 minutes from Blizzard, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do a tour one of these things. days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, so, oh, uh, you know, competitive mode, technically speaking, doesn't have that much farther to go to be good. But there are some really, really glaring problems that competitive mode has that need to be addressed before we can, before it's actually even truly competitive, to be honest with you. True. So, well, we, uh, I guess we'll end it up on that note and we'll we'll keep up with what's going on. So, uh, thank you for listening. As always, uh, we have a major announcement, um, one that, uh, we think some people will be happy with, but Watchpoint Radio is now going weekly. We will be there will be no more point five episodes uh, for those for those weeks that we have extra content. We are just going to be straight up weekly now. Um, the four hosts are going to be me, uh, Mikey, John, and Jason Bond is still a host. Uh, he just couldn't be here today, but yeah, we will be we will be going weekly now. Um, so we'll be able to keep even more up to date. Uh, and the shows we should probably I think we should probably be able to keep them within an hour now I think we'll see <laughs> now there won't be as many topics hopefully yeah and we could just you know, well I mean you know yeah I know what you mean we could just keep you know it's just it'll just be easier to keep up with what's going on with Overwatch now as weekly so weekly yeah. Watchpoint Radio starting with this episode th- uh, 12 so next episode 13 will be next Tuesday um, Blizzard I mean well, Tuesdays at Mashes Buttons is like officially Blizzard Day now because we got WoW Talk um, on some Tuesdays and Watchpoint Radio. And then when there's no <laughs> WoW Talk, there's still a Watchpoint Radio. So Double tap and we can help it. Yeah. Well, that's not a Blizzard. Blizzard doesn't have fighting Well, games. yeah. No, we like to just... I just like to interject. Like, it's not all Blizzard all the time well, sometimes. Well, yeah. That's what I said. Tuesdays is Blizzard Day. Double tap comes out every other Wednesday. We're going to talk about that in a second. 
Oh, whoops. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I, I, I lose track of what days it comes out on because sometimes we don't get it. We try, but sometimes it just doesn't I know. happen. I know. <laughs> uh, well, before we wrap up, do you guys want to, need to want to say anything or you guys good? <sighs> I, I'm, I, yeah, I don't think there's anything more that I need to say. Um, I mean, I'm going to do some more competitive I mean, I've I've enjoyed it, but I am worried about how long the game is going to last, um, particularly on console. I, I I think PC's fine, and it'll probably become one of the um, you know the uh, the esport games and stuff. I could see totally see that happening, but from a console perspective, unless people start participating more or they find a way to get people to want to interact more with their teammates, then um, you know, it's only uh, another big game away from taking a back seat to something else. Good point, Mike. Yeah, I and mean, I kind of agree with John. I could see how if Battlefield One or Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is actually good, like how Overwatch on console could just die. But PC's pretty much. I think it's pretty locked on PC. Like, for being good. But, like, the only thing that's going to keep it going and alive is a good and healthy competitive mode. And we don't really have that right now. So that needs to be tweaked. But from there, I see a bright future as long as they can keep rolling out content with maps and heroes, etc., etc. All right. Well, I mean, I I think I've said everything I needed to say (laughs) at this point, so I'm just going to go ahead and close (laughs) this out here. Um, So, like I said, thank you for listening before. Uh, we have many other podcasts for you to listen to, uh, if you, if you, uh, are interested, we have wow talk, which is every other Tuesday. And that is our world of Warcraft podcast. We have in orbit, which actually just released Monday with a new episode, uh, 29 Jorge had a bunch of guys from the Technodrome clan on. So, uh, that is our destiny podcast. We have double tap which is our fighting game podcast. Where I got, not just fighting games, but it's about the fighting game community primarily. Mikey's on that one with Meza yep. and Dre. So check that out if you are into fighting games. Yep. And with Evo around the corner, there's going to be a lot more. There's going to be some hype and talk going on about that recently. Abs- so. Absolutely. Uh, we also have Sit Rep Radio which is our podcast dedicated to the division because that, that the division is still a thing folks. There are still lots of people playing the division. We'll see how that DLC works out. Yeah, we'll, we yeah. will see. We will see, especially <laughs> since it's like, it's coming out late to PS4 first on Xbox one and PC. And I really don't mm-hmm. know anybody who plays it on Xbox one, to be honest with you or PC at this point. So, I guess we'll see. Um, Also, we have a new podcast called Frontline Radio, which is actually a Battlefield and Battlefront podcast from the guys who do sit rep radio. So if you are into Battlefield or Battlefront, uh, check that out. They actually did an episode that's going to be out soon. If it's not already out when you hear this, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, And of course, we're Watchpoint Radio now weekly for your Overwatch news and such. Actually, not just news, but news and discussion. Uh, you can find all our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play Music, Overcast for iOS, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, and SoundCloud. We also have an RSS feed. 
if you want to just you know use rss to get our content you can find us on twitter.com slash mtb site facebook.com slash mash those buttons and youtube.com slash mash those buttons uh if you uh want to contact us via email it is wpr at mash those buttons.com and feel free to contact us whether it be through facebook soundcloud comment on the website email whatever we are really interested in hearing your feedback and if you have any uh questions or comments about anything that we talked about that'd be great if you enjoyed the podcast and you want to help us out all we do is that you ask that you uh, just share the podcast with other people who you think might like it that's actually a really really big help and if you really want to help us out just you know rate us and comment on us on whatever platform you choose itunes or google play music just rate and comment and that will be great uh but uh like i said thanks for listening and we will catch you guys next week happy fourth everybody catchphrase